Hello everyone, this is Donovan LaCroxy. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop, Let's Talk R&B, Let's Talk What's Going On in the Community. And debuting with me over the phone, I've got rapper and singer Skinny Love. What's up? Hey man, thanks for having me. No I'm excited. <laughs> I can hear you clearly. You look like you were ready for this for a while, eh? Actually, yeah, so after our last talk, I went out and I got one of those uh, gaming mic headsets, so it's really good for uh, talking on phones, too, so I'm pretty sure you can hear me, like, Oh, I can hear you clearly. (laughs) The listeners are going to love this interview. We're going to have so much fun. Okay, you are a hip-hop artist, but you do sing, right, too? You do sing. Yeah, you do both, right? So why don't you (laughs) tell the listeners who you are and tell us how you got skinny love, in case the ladies want to know. Who's this skinny love? Yeah, so again, I go by Skinny Love. It's spelled S-K-N-Y-L-U-V for all those out there that want to search me up. Um, basically, I just, uh, I've been doing music since I was real young. My dad was a musician uh, in Pakistan, and honestly, I just kind of took the mantle from him. He's still doing his thing, though, so it's not like he's not. But uh, but yeah, now I'm just kind of doing it on my own wave and actually going to be working with him soon. So um, Skinny Love just came from me growing up. Um, I was skinny dude, still skinny guy, and um, people just call me skinny. Um, I just added the love because, I mean, I love love, so skinny love, boom. That's yeah. me. <laughs> skinny love, yeah, that's- boom. <laughs> <laughs> but how does it feel working with you? I, I know you've been working with your dad all your life in music. How does it feel reconnecting? Because you're reconnecting with him and working with him, but this time you're telling him what to do. Do you want to explain that? How does that work? Yeah, so, so and he's still kind of teaching me when it comes to, I guess, um, how how to listen to the saxophone, like how it sounds and stuff, because he's always going to be a little bit one step ahead of me in that game. But um, it feels cool being able to be, like, you know, no more on the production side, so he kind of has to, you know, take a little bit of my, like, tutelage for a, a new word, a new word out there uh, when it comes to when it comes to this process so like recording him how far I want him to stand how loud I want him to play and different parts and stuff like that so it's a lot different from live so he would be teaching me growing up he'd be like no you know you gotta put a little dance moves to it you're performing right it's not just that when, when we're in the studio I'm like not that no tapping of the feet we can't have that I'm like we'll pick that up <laughs> so or just get a carpet for him or something I don't know <laughs> would your dad work on an album let's say you're being featured as the hip-hop or the singer would you like to be featured on your dad if your dad would work on an album or no of course of course I, honestly i'd be there every step of the way i'd have it be him his thing and then if he needs me to be on it i'd go on it I, i've actually have his old album like his artwork right uh play like placed to the right of me right now so i'm oh. looking at it right now <laughs> <laughs> well, Drake worked with his dad. His dad had an album. Oh, yeah. And it went And the video one. for, oh, my God. Yeah, the video for, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, I, I forgot the song right now. The I worst. don't even know his dad's singles. Uh, like, and listeners, I mean, oh, you probably are looking at me saying, you're from Toronto. How could you guys not know the singles? Listen, Drake's dad was number one. Stuff can still be number one, but not get much attention. Just to set the list straight with that. Yeah, I love the worst behavior music video. That music video, I was like, yes, this is what we need to see more of. And honestly, I'd love to do something like that. Get, get my dad on a video too and everything. Just 
as Rocky. Like, that's awesome. Or you know what we could do? We could have your dad, you, Drake's dad, Drake, all of y'all can work together. How does that feel? <laughs> that, would be, that would be unreal. Unreal. <laughs> Drake, if you're listening, hook a brother up. Hook Skinny Love up. And there's another, there's another thing, too. And you and I have talked about this. But you get compared to Big Sean a lot. Now, listeners, before you go on, even though he does come from a Pakistani background, he really looks like Big Sean. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You really do. Do you want to explain how come a lot of people compare you to Big Sean? Like, you look like him. Sure, yeah. Honestly, it, it, since I was young, people have been saying, I, not young, young, but like since I was, like I say, 16, when the jawline started <laughs> finally coming out, right? That's when people are like, oh, you kind of resemble him stuff. I even had, like, old girlfriends, like, date me because of that. And I'm like, this is really weird. Like, you know, I'm not going to date you anymore. <laughs> That's the reason. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, since then, and um, and it's just been every single, like, I guess now and then people come up to me and be like, yo, you look like Pig Sean. Like, it's, it's nuts. I was working at Way Home selling art, artist merch as I do. And uh, people, every every second person will be like, this is really weird. Like, you look like Big Sean. I'd be like, yep. Have a conversation with them about it, sell them a couple things, and then they're on their way. And then even now, since I'm making more music and getting out there, people, other artists are messaging me and be like, whoa, I didn't know Big Sean dropped a new track. I'm like, this is just too funny right now. Oh, my good. Is it really? Okay. And I'm not saying... Can it be annoying at times you find or you really love that? Because we don't want you copying copying off yeah. of Big Sean. We don't want Big Sean coming after you saying, <laughs> no. oh, you're trying to copy my style. Do you get annoyed by people comparing you to Big Sean saying you look like him? Well, we know you don't sound like him. I mean, your vibe yeah. to me, your vibe is like a Bryson Tiller. We're going to talk about him because he just released yeah. his new project today. We're going to talk about it. So far, I didn't I didn't like the track with him and Drake when I was listening. Oh to it. my god, yeah, I was a bit disappointed yeah, too. I was listening to it in the car, but yeah. I, I do love anything they they touch on, so it was still it was still great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but do you get annoyed when people say this is Big Shot, or do you, or not really? No, not not really. And, and I get what you're saying. I, I don't want to be compared in any way, or like try to take a bit away from his like work and his, his imagery, but. I look like him, I look like him, and I get it, and, and it's funny and all, and it's not, it's, it's every time I see it, as, I just see everything as an opportunity, so, whereas I may have not talked to that person in Subway staring at me, I could be like, yeah, well, I make music too, man, check me out, it'll be a, a good pathway for me to network, and I'm big on that, big on words and out, so, it's a, it's a good opportunity when people are like, oh, you look like Big Sean, I'm like, well, you're gonna love this, I'm an artist as well, <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, so if Big Sean was listening, what would you tell him right now if Big Sean was listening? Because if he heard all this conversation and he heard <laughs> that laugh. you're being compared to him, what would you say to him right now? I, I would just say I'd probably meet him at the top, man. Like uh, I love all his work. Keep doing what he's doing. I'm going to do my thing and hopefully I could just meet him one day and just have a good laugh about this. Maybe take a funny picture where we're both like, wearing the same outfit. <laughs> That'd be the goal. <laughs> and make sure you play back this interview for Big Sean, too. And shout out Big yeah. Sean. Shout out. Did you <laughs> listen to his new project, by the way? It got a lot of good reviews. Oh, yeah, of course. Especially that Cypher. Ooh, what was yeah. it? Nine minutes? Eight minutes? Eight, I was loving yeah. every second of it, though. Big Sean. And our listeners, I tell listeners this. I'll give a quick story. 
His song, My Last with Chris Brown, was the best graduation anthem ever for me because <laughs> I was 25 years old. People didn't think I could finish college a second time, listeners. Yes, a second <laughs> time I was finishing college. And every time I hear the song, My Last, I always think about graduation, college, 2011. Oh, those were the days. Oh, big job. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for releasing that song. And you know, he almost did not want to release that song, My Last, with Chris Brown. That was almost going to be dubbed from the album. No way. Why? Do you know why that was? Big Sean did not want to release it. And sometimes, and this is what I ask, you know, a bunch of artists is, when the single you don't want to release blows, what are your thoughts? Because that was Big Sean. Big Sean refused to want it on the album. And then when they they went behind his back, actually, and still released it. And then, you know, he was pissed. <laughs> but then he got the song that that song made him. So what are your thoughts when you have a song and you're like, I don't want to release it. I don't want to release it. But then the manager is saying, no, you have to release it. No, I don't want to release it. And then, right. it, you know, it's released, but then it does well. What are your thoughts to right. that? So I actually have to deal with this situation. My, uh, my friend, my good friend, 9 to 5 Cupid, we had like a little EP together when I was starting. I'm a perfectionist. So when it came to releasing music, I was very like, oh, my God, like, I don't know, like, it's not good enough. And to be honest, now that I think about it, when he did release those songs, because we came to the agreement that, well, you know what, let's just do it. Um, doesn't matter anyways. It'll show growth if it doesn't hit as well. It'll show where I came from and how I started to where I'm at. And that's my mindset with everything now. It's like, really, if I don't like it, no, get it out there. Hear the feedback. The people will tell you what's wrong with it, if there is anything, or they'll give you like advice that you do or compliments that you didn't know about it that you know they want to hear more of so um but when he released it we did get good feedback from a song specifically and i forgot what i think it was stray on the it's called the hash brown ep a funny name um and uh and people loved it and i don't honestly i didn't like it at first but now i kind of rock with it too and i'm like you know what i see why i didn't want to release it but i could see why people like it now because I actually had it out there. So I learned and I grew and I grew from this. So I'm all for that kind of stuff. Even if I don't like it that much, I'm not going to speak on that. I'll, you know, just take the feedback and learn from there and grow from there. And I think that's all it's really about. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because there was, yeah, that song listeners, my last, which came out, I believe in 2011 was never supposed to be released. Big Sean didn't want it released, but then, it got the roaring applause. So suppose if that song wins a Grammy, what do you do after when you don't want to <laughs> release it? And how do you explain to people that, man, I don't even want to release this garbage? Well, I'm, I'm I would, not saying they're saying it that in that yeah. way, but in their mind, they're like, I don't even want to release that song. How do you take yeah. that? Well, if it did, like you're saying, if it did win, if it did win a Grammy or something like yes, that, right? Yes, if it won a Grammy. I wouldn't even, honestly, I, w I probably wouldn't even, if it, if it was that big of a hit, I would not even explain that I didn't want to release it or anything, because to pe some people, music hits, like, different, so if they heard that from their artist and it's, like, their favorite song right now, they'll be like, oh, he doesn't even like this song? I, I would not even say it. I would just be like, yeah, God, glad you like it, more to come, right? Like, and just uh, thank whoever did it, whoever helped make it, and whoever was like, nah, release that, and that's it. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes the songs we don't like are the best masterpieces, right? 100%. 100%. Yeah, masterpieces. 
Or, again, you and I were talking, or if you really, really don't like, let's say, the management you are under, you can do what Frank Ocean did and release a whole bunch of garbage. And I'm not saying Frank Ocean's garbage, listeners. I didn't say that. I'm just saying you can just release a whole bunch of garbage music and throw it together. But the problem is, again, if it does well, then I don't know. Maybe talk about purple skies or purple ribbons or purple rainbows. Maybe you'll hope it. But then, again, those songs. And like you all, like you said, it really depends on how people are gelling with the music. Some people can gel with smoking weed all day. Some people can, you know, gel with having sex all day. Some people can be open to a threesome. So let's talk about your singles now. In your singles, is that the style? Do we like to sing more? Do we like to rap more? Or are we angry? Maybe I don't know Skinny Love. Maybe Skinny Love is waiting for me right in the parking lot after this interview and hoping to beat me up and give me two black eyes. What's the style? Never that. It's Skinny Love for love. Uh, uh, (laughs) Not for violence. It's Um, love. (laughs) Yes. No, so usually when I'm making a song, I'm I'm always in a a good mood. uh, I have to be in in a right... Mindset, but when it comes to what the song calls for, I'll kind of just—I don't know—I'll I'll put myself in that energy. Maybe not making myself like angry or sad. I do like to to sing more as I'm a singer, but any way I could take the creative creativity, I'm down for. So when I heard that uh, that beat for my latest single, Key Freestyle, I was just like, "Man, I love this song, and I have to rap on it. I have to go a little different than what I usually do." But I feel like this is what it's calling for me to do and what the song calls for. Because if I hear this in the car, I'm going to want to hear some, some rapping on it. Maybe not someone singing on it, but I do love to do both, but singing more just to show off that talent of mine because I've been, you know, honing it for so many years now, rapping a little new too, but I'm still, I'm still loving like the, the challenge that it brings and, and to learn and do more with it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, definitely happy in time. <laughs> so do you want to talk about that single that was do you want to talk more about what it's about in case listeners want to know well what is it about sure so a lot of the time when it comes to my music um it's it's not so much it it is like there is a main like uh story behind it like a girl or or um just myself my life and that this song was more so i just wanted to rap over and it was literally this i just wanted to rap over a beat that i thought was hard so i could listen to in the car real loud and if someone heard me they'd be like yo who's that i'd be like skinny love like check me out right um so that's that's where it came from when i heard the beat i just had a flow in my head which usually how it goes i'll I'll hear a melody and i just put words to it and then kind of let them mesh together um I love Frozone, I love Dragon Ball Z, and that was what was in my head when it came to referencing, uh, referencing Frozone and, and uh, Goku, but uh, that was it. It was, it was more so, let's just hit something hard. Um, I told my friend Chrome's World to feature on it, um, and, and yeah, the, the name Key was, uh, I guess you could say, an energy that they use in Dragon Ball Z to power up, so that's why I just called it the Key Freestyle. We just freestyled over it, maybe a couple verses to tidied up with the with the pen a little bit and that was it and we recorded it down got it done in a day released it <laughs> can you make a song in a day yeah yeah that happened with the uh, lost control by chrome's world i was featured on that one um and yeah it was literally he just he bought a beat off of uh, jay west beats so shout out jay west beats because he makes crazy beats um and um uh, yeah, and yeah, he just told me come over. He he thought it would be more my energy. I have a I have a thing for writing melodies, so and hooks. So he's like, please, I need your help, and um, and we just got it done. And then when it came to the rapping song that I needed him on, 
he helped me out we got it done but yeah lost control was done in a day too i think seven hours to full completion i mixed and mastered it and we got it out <laughs> wow just like yeah. that one day okay but how long usually okay should an artist take to make a whole project how long should it take for them let's I, say i think it just depends sometimes it just comes to you and everything just sits so right that it's just done and if you do too much you think about it too much you lose little bits of things that you may have like like we said like if you don't like you may have thought you didn't like but the public loves like some things that sound bad or sound wrong sometimes are the things that will make the track so um, I don't think about stuff too much. It's, just, it's so more so if I'm sitting down and this sounds right and everything's done, there's not too much I want to add to it. And I like it, I'll just release it and then take my, take my advice and go from there. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. If you think of like, okay, for example, listeners, I'll give my, myself as an example. I do playlists, right? So if I think about the song too much, is this song still, you know, in rotation? If it's that song in rotation, I get what you're saying. If you think about something too, too much, you're going to be a perfectionist and then you're going to get so mad at yourself. You know what I'm saying? That you right. just get fed up and then you think, oh, right. to hell with this, you know? <laughs> I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be me. That's that's pretty much it. So if there's little mistakes in it, who knows? Maybe someone loves that and I'm just in my head. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe somebody loves that track and you said you can't be too perfect. Uh, why is it people, artists are too perfect with music? That's how we get artists right. like Bryson Tiller and mm -hmm. SZA that take breaks and then when they come back, they're like, uh-oh, there's other people ahead of me or there's other right. new people that I got to compete with. What are your thoughts right. to that? So, I don't know. Everyone has their own creative process and do what they need to do. But um, for me, it's just I know that the music comes with, like a music game comes with a little bit of consistency, but I've stopped thinking of it as like a race and this and that, but just more fun. So when I'm in the booth now, it's literally just fun and it's almost like, I, I'd like to be a little bit like alone when it comes to making music. I don't mind working with other people I'm going to and I'm excited for it, but I do like a little bit of solitude. So when I'm really like working on a song, I'm so into it that I'm like, I got to get this done. I got to get it out there and I got to have people vibing with this on me. And then it's on to the next one. So that's my, how I do it. So if, if anyone does take time and, and need that, you know, maybe they, maybe they have like a certain reason why they're doing that, but I would like to hear more content frequently from someone like Bryson Tiller and SZA because they're amazing, but you know, they each their own. I just love getting my music out there. So maybe, maybe I'll find a little bit of a median when I'm a little bit more uh, educated on, on how I'm doing this and stuff. But right now it's, this is the fun for me. So maybe when I'm older and or, or a little bit wiser, I'll be like, let me brush it up a little bit more without losing that stuff that sounds good that people do like so it's all about just learning at this point for me <laughs> yeah listeners i mean he has a style compared to bryson tiller his style i see because he sings and he raps and then he's melodic. huge compliment melodic. by the way thank you <laughs> yes, you know what i'm saying so and i wasn't impressed with bryson tiller's new project i wasn't impressed it's like the long anniversary way. yeah yeah i wasn't impressed what were your thoughts i mean we talked about it earlier but what were your thoughts the song featuring drake just didn't do it for me i felt yeah. you know what i'm saying about i felt both of their harmonies were off whack that's my opinion listeners but the yeah, rest i of loved it, it. Oh, so i loved it i get what you're saying though i get what you're saying so the song with drake i 
personally, just personally, it wasn't for me, but it's still favorited in my playlist because yes. Bryson and Drake, right? But um, but yeah, I, honestly, every other song on that, I do, I did love it, and I think he already released Always and Forever and Inhale, which I have favorited as well. So I think I just like his style, so and and the and the beats and everything. So it was uh, it was definitely a whole album favorite for me. But um, but yeah, the song with Drake, I was not so happy with. Uh, but it is what it is. It still sounded amazing. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I really have nothing bad to say except for that one song where I was kind of like, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, just that one track. Actually, I haven't, I need to process the rest of the material. Maybe I'll listen to it later. But yeah. the one song with Drake I wasn't a fan of. I wasn't Bryson, sorry. You know, you've been away <laughs> for about a good three and a half, almost four years. Your second right. album did not do well at all. You were really, right. you know, your first album blew. Like, it blew people Oh, God. You. You See, blew. and that's a problem, too, because then sometimes it's hard to fill in the, your, your own footsteps. And you're like, wow, I have... I have to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, you see, sometimes artists blow so quick, and then yeah. after, when they try to come back or they have new material, it's just right. the fan base is not the same. What are your thoughts exactly. to that? Exactly. What are your thoughts to that? Uh, it's just the sign of the times, and, and honestly, I, that's why I stopped thinking about music and money. I'm just thinking of it as, like, like release and passion and and creativity so i think i'll just have fun with it forever and i think that's what will also bring fans and, and some will go it's just it's it's just the way it is it's honestly just you expressing yourself and if people click with that they'll click with that if they don't click with that anymore you know what whatever you you got your release out there you did your creativeness and who knows it could just be a, a song that's not for the time maybe you're ahead of your time maybe in a couple of years someone's gonna listen to that and be like whoa this is what he was on like some people today, they'll go back and listen to, like, Phil Collins. Like, lately, I've seen kids listen to a lot of Phil Collins, and I'm like, hell yeah, like, this is what it's about. <laughs> and I don't know, maybe it did hit back in the day, too, but I'm just saying, if it didn't, maybe it's, like, uh, one of those examples. You released it, it wasn't for everyone at the time, but now this new generation is loving it. So release everything. Um, whatever people take to it, they take, and then you'll learn more anyway. <laughs> and I'm laughing because there's a reason why they're listening to Phil Collins, the young people. They're depressed about COVID. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, yeah. Me. And he's the GOAT, man. I, I think he was, like, he was even uh, involved with, like, Motown and all that. You see him playing the drums. And so he's just an amazing guy. <laughs> listeners, young listeners and young ones, you're listening to Phil Collins because you are depressed about the COVID. You're depressed you have to social distance. And I like Phil Collins. I can hear right. it calling in the <laughs> yeah, that song. night. Would you that drum break that is song? legendary. Would you resample that song? Oh yeah! Oh, oh my God! Yeah, if I got the if I got the okay to do it, like I would do it right away. I would just cover it too. It's just such a. There's some songs where I look at it and I'm like, I'm not gonna touch it. I'm not. I just wanna. I just wanna perform it myself. You know, that's it. <laughs> what would be your favorite song to wanna resample? Your favorite hip hop or your R and B song to sample? Ooh, that is a very hard one. But and it would be hard because it's already a sample, I believe. Um, it'd be really hard. Oh man, I had it up. To, I was listening to it this morning too. It was a Kanye song. Wow. Oh, um, stronger. Through the wire. Through oh, the wire. Through the wire. Sorry. 
Yeah, okay. Yeah. Got the rhythm yeah, I love okay. that song. Every now, now and then play it just to remember how, how it's done, you know? <laughs> you, you know what? I'll be honest. That was not my favorite song. When it came out, I didn't like it, actually, when it had come out. And that was a sample, too. What do you call it? I forget where he sampled that from, but I know that was a sample. That was actually his first single, actually. Been through the wire. So you would sample that one. Right, I would sample. Well, there's so many I would sample. I would even go back and sample some old Billy, Billy Joe, oh, Billy Joel, Billy Joel, however you want to pronounce it. I'm not trying to start a war here, but <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, through the fire was Shaka Khan. So, <laughs> oh, you want to go? Well, listen, you want to go back to the '80s, man. You want to go back? Oh, to, oh Billy. Yeah, Oz. I want to get some Anita Baker in there. Oh, you know, wow. Angel and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Caught up in the rapture of love, and then you can what do you call? And then you can rap on it. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Exactly. Up in the I want to do love. a little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> Keep everyone listening. Just do a little bit of everything. Yeah. <laughs> Put a and sax solo in it. Why not? <laughs> that's the way to get those young ones in. And then you know what happens, Skinny Love? They go back through the archives and they say. Oh, this was sample, yep. but you know what? That brings the artist that wasn't relevant no more back. What are your thoughts exactly. to that? I'd say, heck yeah. If I'm helping bringing someone to light that I was like loving their music so much that I would sample, I would be honored. Even if they got more, like, I don't care if someone gets more famous than me. As long as, you know, I actually got to like do something about that, I'd probably be in touch with that person. But it's never like one of those where, Oh, you're doing too well now. I want to, I'm not. I'm not into that crabs in the bucket theory. I'm just. You. You need to grow. You need help. I'm down. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> like. Yeah. I feel like, like it. Like, that's the energy I'll bring around me if I have that same energy putting out there, and I'll probably get like screwed for it once or twice. But that's what happens. I'll live and I'll learn. <laughs> well, who's somebody <laughs> we can bring back that's not relevant? Hmm. Oh, you know what? I have a good idea. Skinny love. I have a good idea. We can bring okay. back a Shanti back. What do you call it? I now, listeners. I mean, I have a lot to say about a Shanti. Well, she's not relevant. Number one. Number two. <laughs> what do you call it? You could do. Let's see. You could do foolish. You could foolish. Do, yeah. Yes. You could do foolish. <laughs> There's a actually, and I think I talked about it on the show. I don't know if I mentioned it. There's somebody. There's a girl trying to steal a Shanti's vibe. In yeah, you were saying that. Yes, yes, I think it was you I was talking about it. And they're getting into the whole heap of, well, Ashanti hasn't done anything about it yet. But Ashanti, why aren't you? But then Ashanti's probably thinking those people are looking for clout, and she's probably right. ignoring it. But you could do that. You could do that. Would you sample an Ashanti song, or she's not your taste either? <laughs> no. If I, I would just want it to be legit. So it's either I make no money for it and they let my music be out there or I actually get her clearance. Like for me, it's, again, never about the money. I, if I were to sample it and I didn't have the right for it and I released it, I would do it for non-profit, all rights to them. I don't even mind if they're, if it blows up, they make all the money. I'm pretty sure I'll get a connect. It's more so just getting the art out there. Like I, if I'm like, like Foolish is an amazing song. They're all like rain on me too. Oh man, like it'd be crazy to just have like that sample or even parts of that song in my music, and I would just love it as my a part of my discography, so people would know me. Um, it'd have less to do about um, you know about money at all. So if I got the rights for it, great. If I didn't, I don't care as long as I can keep it out there. 
yeah, yeah. And by the way, Rain On Me was one of my favorite songs. And Foolish and another one, I think The Way That I Love You. There were three Ashanti mm -hmm. songs that I liked. And then some listeners will say, just three? Yes, just three, yep. because I wasn't <laughs> a fan of Ashanti. I wasn't. I wasn't. It Man, it's hard when you know a lot of music like I know you do. So it's, you can just name three off your head, and you're like, yeah, but I know the rest of the song by heart, too. Those are just my top three. <laughs> <laughs> just my top three that I know. And by the way, NBA yeah. Youngboy did sample the rain on me. He used um, yes. that in the background for one of his songs that didn't do too well, but he he sampled that for... He yeah, see, I like that because then it shows him a little bit more like maybe a side of him that you would never have seen. You'd be like, oh, shit, he like, you know, he listens to Shanti like that. Maybe I'll listen to more of what he got because there's some inspiration there for sure. Yes, yes, yes. And you, okay, young ones. Don't diss, the, don't diss the people that, you know, who were way before you, okay? Because I noticed, Skinny Love, that some of them don't want to pay homage to those oh, yeah. ones before them. What are your thoughts? Like, for example, and this is R&B. Mary J. Blige releases something. Don't care for Mary J. Blige, too. And she's relevant. She's not relevant, too, now. But they say... Right. Oh, she's boring, skinny love. What are your thoughts? Right. And Mary J. Blige, I mean, come on, people. Before <laughs> Family Affair, before, there were a oh, lot man. of Mary songs that when you are depressed, can I talk to the sisters for a minute? When you are depressed, you want to just get that bottle of wine. You just want to <laughs> turn on the TV. And you just, no, turn on Mary J. Blige's music and just drown right. in your sorrows. <laughs> Right. I think pay homage to everyone and anyone. If you don't like the song, you just don't like the song. It's not even a diss to, to Mary J. Blige. It's more so, personally, it just didn't hit for me. But her voice is immaculate still, and she's still Mary J. Blige and has all her history of work. And maybe music's just not, her music's not hitting for the fans anymore, but maybe, like I said, it could later on in later years. Or maybe the older generation is, is rocking with it more. I don't, I don't know. But honestly, like, it's just... For me, it's just whatever. Some songs hit, some songs don't, and I don't, I don't make the artist yeah. because of it. Like you know, yeah. Lil Uzi Vert said something. He said, "If a song did not do well on the radio, it wasn't meant to be." Do you agree with that, or you disagree with that? Yeah, because it, it could just be, um, it could just be again. It, maybe the radio listeners didn't want it. Maybe people on Spotify liked it more, or something, or maybe a, a next generation will like it more. Mm -hmm. I just think it's all, it's all, there's so many things that, that could be a factor to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have something, and then we're going to talk more about your music. Okay, so this is actually something I don't even know why we're talking about, but it is what we're <laughs> talking about. Not when I say we, listeners, I'm saying, why is the Grammys now? I think there's some backlash for is the weekend pop, R&B, or hip-hop? And why the distinction matters at the Grammys. What are your right. thoughts about that? Because I believe they were voting for the 2021 Grammys in the category. And they don't know where to fit the weekend in. Now, listeners, <laughs> I thought the weekend was pop and R&B. I've never right. heard hip-hop from the weekend and if i did right. it was probably you know him being featured on a hip-hop artist what are your thoughts right. to that so 
like it's it's just awesome to actually have that problem in my opinion at first because that just means that people in the hip-hop industry are rocking with him <laughs> people in the pop industry are rocking with him but it does it does make it a little harder for him when like a uh, award show like this who has their certain amount of categories goes oh crap where do we put him in like um, maybe we make a whole new category for these new alternative people that come in and not even alternative anymore like super alternative artist of the year or something like that. So, something so different that they're going to have to add a new uh, category. But at that point, it's, I feel like these award shows and, and all these kind of like ranking things, they just, for me, don't even matter. It's like, it's it, obviously I'd love to win a Grammy, you know, please <laughs> let me win a Grammy one day, but it's, it doesn't, it doesn't really it doesn't really affect me like that. So if he's seeing that two sides are like, Oh, I don't know where to vote for him, but like, it could be hip hop. It could be pop. He's just like even more happy. It's like, yeah, you're that like uh, versatile. So yeah, you're that versatile. Um, It's true. You are that versatile, but then can that be a discouraging thing with the audience? Cause then the audience doesn't know where to fit you or because you were saying it's kind of good for him, but don't you yeah. think on the side, it could be kind of, it could be a blessing and a curse is what I'm trying to ask. Do you think that or not? Oh necessarily? yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe it does have some kind of like negative effect. So like when it comes to this award show, when he could potentially win it, but I don't know just where to put him. So now all of a sudden, since he's just ranked as pop instead of hip hop, um, you know, people just vote less because they're like, oh, I like this hip hop uh, artist better than The Weeknd being considered as a hip hop artist as well. Like maybe in that way, but um, yeah, that, that, that would be the only downside I see to it. Um, at that point, it would just be your management would be like, yo, just label me as one or the other, but I'll still make alternative music. <laughs> Or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but then the and then his people, his fans, because the weekend has his fans. But yes, they like that he's different. But sometimes I think it would turn off people from listening. Because I don't know what oh, you yeah. are. Because then the young ones. See, I'm starting to know the culture of the young ones. And of right. course, I'm young to listeners. But I'm saying the young ones <laughs> under 25 want to know who you are. They don't have right. time to figure you out no more. It's either right. we're doing the hip-hop or we're doing the R&B. It's either we're, right. cro- we're merging both of them together and marrying both of them together or we're going to pop. It's either we're right. doing alternative or you know what I'm saying because they don't right. have time to figure you out. And then when right. they start to do too much figuring out, you know what happens to you? You start to die down. And then exactly. you as an you don't artist, have a thing. yeah, you <laughs> as an artist are wondering, well, how come my single isn't doing well as it used to? The weekend right. heartless didn't do right. very well with urban charts. It did very right. well with pop charts. But not urban charts the weekend. I know the right. weekend probably is not happy to hear that, but it, right. it's true. But... So uh, again, for me, it's the same situation. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. But I would never limit anyone to a genre. I'd be like, just do it all. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. If it works, it works. But you got that out there, and you can learn and grow from it. If you want to be strategic and release stuff that keeps you on the billboard, say eh, for whatever money reasons or whatever. But for me, it's just to release that content, that creative you know, ability that you have that's so different from everyone else. So I'm even working on a cover right now to do um, a cover to Kiss Kiss by Machine Gun Kelly that just released. And it's like, I'm going like, that's like old school punk rock type song. 
and then I'll release a freestyle where I'm rapping hardcore to it, and then I'll release a song where I'm doing like a dance type, you know, reggae style, and it's like I love all of it, and I love that I released all of it. And if I don't get put in a category like that, like where it's just like oh specific, I I wouldn't mind, and even if I I don't win anything from it, it it doesn't matter because it's just. I got my music out there at the end of the day yeah. and that's, and someone's going to rock with it. So. Yeah. And I know, and listeners, I know he said, he said this a few times, move on, but Hey, listeners, we throw out these, you know, these topics right now because I study a lot of these things eh? and we have to yeah. ask the artists their opinions. So the weekend, right. I mean, if you want to be versatile, great. I'm all for versatility. I am, I am, but, it has its blessing and it has its curse. But I, what oh, for I sure. would tell the weekend is don't complain when the singles don't get the attention the way. Oh it yeah, used if he's to. complaining about it, I mean that you did what you could and you had fun with it. I hope, and that's all you can ask for at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and if it, if he does want to make more of a more of a how to say ripple effect with his music, then. Just make a song that you know is going to hit like that. So go back to whatever, whatever got you popping that you want to see again and work on stuff like that. But uh, if, if you just want to creatively express yourself, however the outcome, however the feedback, as long as you had fun and you got that out there and you're proud of it, that's all that matters. Because like when you're like, a big artist like that, you have to deal with so many like opinions. And I feel like that's the scary part where I'm like, I'm not going to fall to that. I'm just going to do whatever makes me happy and that's pretty much what got me there and if it doesn't keep me there it wasn't i wasn't meant to be there with that music but i'm happy i got it out there <laughs> yeah yeah at least you don't yeah and you said you and i have talked in an interview i did with you at the at a radio station you and i have talked you haven't had backlash you haven't said nobody hasn't said oh your music sucks man you're a piece of crap right. man go back to maybe the they have though <laughs> it's just i'm not <laughs> that big enough for, for the the haters to start creeping out yet but you know when they do <laughs> Because I'm sure they will. It's not. It's not gonna. It happens to everyone, right? Oh, um, yeah. Jesus has haters, right? Like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at us talking about Jesus. <laughs> he had haters. That's true. I mean, lucky. Okay, you and I have this connection because I've never. Okay, listeners, I've never had anyone email me and say, "Boy, I think this show just sucks." Donovan, stop what <laughs> you're doing and just move on. I don't know. And maybe there have been listeners that have said that. Well, I make it very clear. Okay, this is what I do, Skinny Love. I make it very clear to them that when we end this show, do not send me negative comments because I won't even look at them. So maybe right. that's why. Maybe that's why I haven't got it. Because I'm not going to pay attention to somebody that's, yeah. what do you call not doing the work I'm doing. Yes, if right. you don't agree with something I said, talk to me about it. And then we can yeah. work it out. But thankfully, right. you and I have not experienced that. And I pray we don't. Now, listen, <laughs> our listeners, I'm not looking as skinny love. I mean, I'm not looking to be the next, you know what I'm saying? I'm not looking to be the king of podcasting. I'm right. not looking to be a big celebrity. I'm looking to right. interview people. I love what I do. So if yeah. there's listeners... That's your passion. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, if there's listeners that don't support what I do, then you do support what I do because you're listening to the show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And he kind of... Any way that your name gets brought to someone's mouth, that's your name spreading, good or bad. And obviously, you don't want the bad to spread. But if they're going to talk about you and you have no idea who they are anyways, thanks. Like, 
<laughs> so let's talk the word. <laughs> let's talk about what do you call it? What can we expect in album? More projects? Can we expect oh, yeah. more? And I know you said you are working on some stuff. So when can we expect the project to drop? Because remember, 2020 is almost done. We almost got three months. We got October, November, December, and then we're done 2020. Right. What do we got planned for the rest of the year? So it's funny, I, I don't really schedule myself for like months. I schedule myself by weekly because I'm working on so much music at like as time just goes on. Like every day it's just cleaning up the song. I put a couple hours into it, you'll get stuff done. And that's how kinda how I work. I don't need to I don't need to like be in the whole day. Like I, I could just put a couple hours to it, come back to it the next day. I don't like to think about stuff too too much. So if I'm out of song for too long, I may just ruin it or, or not think about stuff freshly and sometimes the freshest ideas are the best so um daily i'm just finishing up songs so as soon as i'm finished the song i really just release it right away um do a little bit of you know pr ahead of time so people know it's coming get a little feedback from it and stuff just uh just to see what's good but um honestly you can expect stuff every two weeks um usually with me if it takes a little longer it's just because i'm having a little too too much fun with it but that's it <laughs> but uh definitely stuff will happen out of the blue, so like the, the key freestyle and lost control, both out of the blue. I didn't expect to, to release it, but it just happened that day. So it could happen again, right? So um, usually two weeks and hopefully you get some surprises every now and then, right? Mm -hmm. So album and EP won't be out soon, right? Because yes, album and EP I'm a little more hesitant with just because when it comes to that, that's when I, I'm not still thinking about money, but it's more so how many people are going to throughout listen to my song. So I know this generation, it's TikTok videos, very quick uh, changes in, in, in ideas and moods and quick videos. So I want to just have singles released for now. So people actually listen to my song through and through because I did put a lot of work into it. And then when I do have a little bit more of a fan base, I am going to release album EP because I know I could do it. It wouldn't take too, too long. Obviously, I'll put my, like heart and soul into it so it would be a little bit more time than a single but um that will definitely come with time and most of the songs do kind of connect onto each other but they could be organized in the album better so i think i'll definitely be thinking about that within mid 2021 or how things go well maybe even earlier but uh for now just singles just so i can i know people are really listening to the art because that's all i want it to be anyways <laughs> would you do mixtape or no Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to do everything, man. Literally everything. I don't know about country, but I want to do everything, man. <laughs> don't break my heart. My anti-breaky heart. But I'm, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. I'm not shy about it. I'll definitely give it a go. <laughs> well, I mean, country, hey. There's what's it called? There is a black country artist. I forget his Kane name. Kane Brown. Yes, yes. He yes, was, sir. He's good. Yeah, so I, like I said, I sell artist merch, and uh, we sold for Boots and Hearts uh, up here in Canada. So uh, up here in Canada, yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> well, <you're laughs> um, just, you know, for all my American listeners out there. Um, but yeah, so Boots and Hearts Country Music Festival, um, and uh, I sell artist merch there. And Kane Brown was there one of the years, and we're selling his T-shirts and stuff. He's sounding great, and honestly, I. <laughs> I, I do like country music to an extent. There's some good stuff there. I think they're one of the biggest genres out yeah. there. So I would not mind dipping my toes into that. My dad likes country music. Obviously, we play some around the campfire and stuff because he likes that stuff. So it's not like I don't know it. I'll definitely do it. 
<laughs> but you know there was a statistic. They say, you know what, the most depressed... Oh, I know. I commit suicide. <laughs> and listeners, before he answers this, it wasn't hip-hop that made people commit suicide more when it they were not. listening. It was country music that had the highest yeah. suicide. That when people listened to country music and they were feeling not in a good place, they... Right felt like they wanted to commit suicide by listening to country music because it's and I mean don't don't get me wrong there are some country artists are good I'm not saying every oh, yeah. every person who's struggling with depression or anxiety or mental right. illness is going to kill themselves for listening to Garth Brooks don't break my <laughs> yeah. heart my anky breaky heart but sometimes yeah. when you listen to country, it's oh, pretty damn depressing. Yeah. What do you call it? Oh, no, that's true. Uh, no. I remember one of the main lyrics that I've heard that, that was just crazy. He said, uh, she took that, or he took that bottle to his head and pulled the trigger. I was like, this is deep. This yeah, is dark. like, that's really, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You're already, can you imagine the state? And I know some listeners will say, well, what about hip hop? People are angry. People are beating up each other. Okay. It depends, listeners. Okay. Because you're right. You do have people like DMX where, hey, there's some rage in there. Right. Oh, right. die. What do you call it? And you right. have people, it's just depending the space you're in. So if you're in yeah. a space, where you're angry, let it out. Like you said, if let you're in out. a space where you just want to get high all day, right. that's not my thing. But, I mean, that's right. some people's thing where they just want to get high all day. Hey. Yeah. That's yeah. everybody's I think uh, music's just a pure product of your environment. So maybe he saw that stuff and it was just, an artist is just like a, like a, an author. He was just telling a story too. Maybe he he wasn't actually about that kind of stuff, or maybe he was depressed or angry. At this whatever. Um, but regardless, I feel like the country, the country crowd was just drawn to this type of music, and maybe it was just the look of hip hop that wasn't for them, and maybe that's why the percentages were such. But again, the artists, I have nothing nothing against because it's just they're just trying to release a story and like someone like Zach Brown band for country music. I'm like, they are dope. Like so good. Right. So I, I never, I never think about artists or genres like that. So be it hip hop country that, but definitely, I don't know about country music just yet. I don't know if I release a country track. I think I would be, uh, my friends would be very confused. <laughs> yeah, you would definitely, but you know what? It would be different though, but you could rap, do rap country. Okay. Who oh, did, yeah. What's his name? Lil Nas X working with Billy Ray right. Cyrus. I want to take right. my horse to the old town. <laughs> right. I didn't like the song, but no. look at the great amount of feedback it got. So I'm kind of like, why not though? Like, yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. And you and I are friends because I cannot stand that song. And listeners, <laughs> I tell you, Lil Nas X is a one-hit wonder. And I believe he will always be a one-hit wonder. I think he is. He did it with the one-hit wonder of the century. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, And I'm not a big fan. And I know listeners will say, why? Because he's such, because he's gay? No, 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 no. Listeners, no. don't put that in my mouth. I never said that. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not a fan of Little Nas's music. It has nothing. I'm not a fan of the style. I don't, sometimes, you know what, listeners? I just don't need to give y'all a reason why I don't like certain songs. Why I don't like right. certain songs. Some like we yeah. were talking about. Some things, some things will gel with you. Some things yeah. don't gel with you. 
Lil Nas right. X just doesn't gel with my demographic. What do you call it? Yeah. He, I think he's probably an amazing person, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, he's probably an amazing person. It's just that the music doesn't fit for me. It just doesn't fit for me. Yeah. Maybe if it's for you, that's great. Yeah, that maybe that fits for you. But would you work with Lil Nas X or no? Let, of let's course. Say, of let, course. Yeah. Of course. Let's that's say, no question. Let's say, let's say, okay. Let's say he does, hey, Poonini. Please don't be a meanie. What you, you yeah. probably could rap on that or sing on that, right? Oh yeah, I have honestly. If someone were to put on the most like weird sounding beat and they were like, "Man, like I have a good following," or even if they didn't, I, for creativeness, for creative purposes, if I have the time, I'm gonna do it. Like that's always been my mentality. It's like, why not? Like I, I don't see why not. Like if someone's gonna laugh at me and make fun of it, I. It's never bothered me to begin with. <laughs> it, it, it really just made someone talk about me more, and I'm like, boom, that's, that's good enough. <laughs> boom, that is good enough. And again, listeners, we don't have to give reasons why we just don't like certain artists. And maybe there are little Nas X fans that say, you know what? I I can't stand you no more. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm right. not going to like every single right. artist's music. Doesn't mean yeah. they're bad people. It's just... You just don't like would there be an artist you would kind of like let's say if you're working in the studio would there be an right. artist you would pass on to say you know what i like if they're open if they're openly like about violence and stuff i'm not down okay, okay. <laughs> i'm not down so you yeah. couldn't work it, with who likes to talk about violence well you know what okay no, like if they're like, actually like a violent person they're they're known for like you know killing and all this stuff. I'm not down. Like, I'm just not down. And that sucks because some people, I don't like to listen to artists for what, sometimes for who they are and stuff like that. Someone like Stevie, I love Stevie as a person and I love his work. So recently got him tattooed on me, but, um, wow. but like some, sorry. Yeah. Wow. I said, wow, you got him. Tattooed oh yeah. On me. That's what I mean. Yeah. I loved it. I, honestly, artist did a great job. Shout out to you at two twos. Uh, T T O O Z for anyone that needs to know, but um, but um, but yeah, honestly, it's just um, someone like say Snoop Dogg, where he had a history of violence and stuff, and now he's like just Snoop Dogg. Like I listen to Snoop Dogg, but I love to work with Snoop Dogg. But say if they're currently like in and out of jail, like I I hurt people, I'm not down. I'm, I'm, no. I'm okay. No, no, and some of those new like for example. I don't think you could work with NBA Young Boy. And by the way, he got arrested, I think, the other day. I think he got arrested or violated probation. Something he did right. the other day. But right. I know what you mean. People that are all yeah. about violence 24-7, yeah. you can't work with them. It's not that they're yeah. bad people. It's just the next thing you know, we're in the studio and you want to go punch me in the face because I didn't. You yeah. know what and not even me. Like, I vibe with, honestly, I can vibe with any kind of energy and that's just something I, I feel like I'm blessed with so it's great and, and maybe that person's not violent towards me but if they're about that and I can tell and it's not just like media just making up stuff about them or whatever and I could just tell they're like like after they, they leave this maybe we go grab a bite to eat and something happens and then they hurt somebody and then I'm an affiliate it's like no I don't need to deal with that <laughs> I don't need to deal with that at all I'll go to church <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Snoop Dogg released a gospel album, and then he's back to secular. Did you listen to his, his gospel album? It went number one last year. Wait, who? Snoop Dogg. 
Snoop. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It wasn't my my taste. I do like all, any type of piano that you know. I any type of church organ. I do like in a song, but um, that's just the, the just the. It wasn't for me. I don't know. I did like Kanye's uh, gospel album. Yeah, yeah. Would you do yeah. a gospel album or or you're not? Oh there yeah. Yet? Oh, that will come. I was actually a, one of the co-choir directors at my church up here, uh, St. Francis Xavier. Not for too too long. I wish I did a little bit longer. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I love gospel music. Like that's that's kind of where I did start singing more back in my elementary school in Etobicoke. Um, they had me join the choir. Um, I always just thought I was. I would do stuff with music. I was playing saxophone and you know stuff like that. But I was like, no, I want to sing. I want to. I have too much energy. I need to be like a front man or something. Let me just get out there. So I started singing and I started in the church there. And then yeah, well, yeah. with my dad and stuff too. But more so started singing in front of people in the church. So. Well, it's like, yes, Jesus loves me. Hand signs and all, yes. What? Jesus loves me. Honestly, yes, but I, I wish, I wish, I want to get one day into like a gospel church and just orchestrate that, do something like that. Just, you know, crazy uh, solos and all. I would love that. That's like the goal one day. <laughs> well, you can shout out any gospel hip hop artists. I do interview <laughs> gospel hip hop artists. I haven't interviewed one in a while. I should repent. I've been interviewing more secular, but <laughs> but oh I mean, man, I have an artist right now that I don't know if you know about, but his name is Jonathan McReynolds, and he was uh, honestly just he's crazy. He's new. He's making yes, some uh, I know him. some new music. Yes, yeah, he's he's big dude. I, honestly, he's just amazing artist. And Hill song entitled like oh yeah. duh. <laughs> Did you work with Lecrae? Yeah, I, honestly, any anyone that wants to work, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> the question is almost like for me, yes, I, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. You never know. You It is in the working, so your style would be different. Gospel, hip-hop. We, you know, it doesn't, you know, young people, I know some of y'all don't like church, but it doesn't have to be the or Yes, Jesus loves me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then a he, good choir can make that sound so fun, though. I know, <laughs> but they need a person like you up there to give them 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. Jesus loves me. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. If I if I must, I'll do it. <laughs> all right, all right. What do you want to say to the people that are vibing with you, that like you, and what do you want to say to the people? Because right now we're in uncertainty times with COVID-19. Um, right. What do you want to say to all of that, what's going on right now I would now say wear your mask, everyone, mm -hmm. and just be safe. And, and for, if you're listening to me, I, just, I love you guys. You just make doing this, like, it gives it a little bit more of a reason than just me having fun and stuff. So it means a lot. It means the world. It is really just. It's just it's just fun for me over here, and then the more you rock with me, the more stuff will come out. Um, or I'll make uh, efforts for, to start connecting with you guys better. Uh, obviously, COVID and stuff, but um, we're gonna try our best to to do more things that will get me uh, just connected with people. So definitely look out for stuff like that. Maybe I'll hold some events that are COVID friendly, but not maybe during this second wave that may or may not hit. <laughs> Well, it looks like it's hitting, but I mean, I know what he means because sometimes the media, sorry media, no offense, you guys do no exaggerate on it because <laughs> you say second wave, second wave, second wave, and it's like you say it every, every day and you see what happens, yeah. the numbers are very high right now. Very so, high. 
you right. know, you keep speaking it, speaking it. There's going to be a second wave. There's going to be a second wave. There's going to be a second right. wave. There's going to be a second And next thing you know, what happens? More, yeah, more cases. And then there's like, when does the second wave happen? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that's the hard part right now. But if, you know, I'm just going to keep releasing music and getting that to your guys' ears. But um, if I start blowing up like I feel like I am, I know I will. Um, I'll definitely start doing, like, who knows, just, like, calls with fans that, you know, maybe I'll have a giveaway. Be like, this uh, 15-minute interview face-to-face with Skinny Love, get to know me, stuff like that. Like, I'll definitely start having to do that, and I'll be more than happy to talk to people about just me. Like, that's... It sounds lame, but like I'm down to talk about me. Like it sounds lame when you're like not doing anything, but I know I'm doing stuff now. So, but if they want to do that, I'll be so happy to do that. Mm-hmm. And you, what do you call? It? You will blow because Big Sean will be listening to this interview too. Please, Big Sean, help a brother out. Oh, brother. Come on, Big Sean, you can help. And I know Big Sean. You came from Detroit, so you know what you it have, Janae. Please. All I need is just my name out there. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to throw out your singles again in case, what do you call it, people want to get to know you, they want to see what you're about? Throw out your platforms. Right, right so um, honestly, I'm on all platforms, Spotify, iTunes, all that. Uh, anywhere you go, it's just at Skinny Love or Skinny Love, which is spelled S-K-N-Y-L-U-V. Um, but yeah, please check out all my songs. Uh, one song that I'll tell you just to check out right off the bat would be Masterpiece by by myself and 905 Cupid, uh, one of my producers. And uh, check out Key Freestyle, the most recent drop, and some of my features. You'll find them on Appears On on my page anywhere, YouTube, SoundCloud, wherever. And thanks again. I love you guys. Much love, dude. All right, all right, all right. Skinny love, it's such a joy to get to know you. You know, I feel like we're friends. I feel like I've known you for many years. I feel like I've known you for many years. And listeners, uh, you guys are talking like, you know, I know, listeners are saying, you guys are talking like you guys know each other for years. Yeah, but this is the connection I make with people. Like, we talk. This is good energy. Yes, good energy. This is what it's all about. Good vibes, good energy. No negative talk, just good energy. It's such a joy to get to know you. And I I appreciate you so much. Fans, please just keep plugging this guy. He's going to be next up. I know it. You guys know it. So why not be a part of it, right? Thank you, Les. Thank you. Thank you for speaking that into my life. And listeners, thank you so much for listening to this show. I want to thank Skinny Love. If you want to reach me, Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, period, L-A-C-R-O-X-I, at gmail.com. Please don't send me no hate mail or no hate stuff. We have good conversation, good vibes, and let me know what you want. Maybe you do want Skinny Love back on the show again. I can make that happen. So let Heck me know yeah, what you anytime. want. anytime. Yeah, take your time, and definitely we'll get, we'll get him back on the show again. I want to thank Skinny Love, and that's going to do it for another episode. I believe, Skinny Love, we're at episode 83, I believe. We've got wow. uh, so many episodes, so many people. Yeah. You're one thank of my Thank you favorites. again, Donovan. It's, it's an honor. I appreciate everything you're doing to help me out over here. It means a lot. All right, all right. And that's going to do it. Thank you so much, listeners, for listening again. <laughs>